0: comic book pit okay
1: ready to go? I'm I'm like, like, are you guys ready to go? And then I'm like, like old man Carruthers coughing up a lung. (laughs) Uh, So this is Comic Book Pit, episode uh, 287. Uh, I'm Dan, and with me today are uh, our new co-hosts. We've got on the couch, we've got Caitlin, and we've got Link.
0: Hello. Hi.
1: So thanks thanks for being here, guys. Yeah, no problem. Super excited. So, um, so you guys have been reading comics for so l- l- just a little bit of background. So what what's your comic reading experience like? Did you like
0: uh, my comic reading experience started because uh, I listened to this podcast called <laughs> The Comic Book Pit. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. So remember, if you listen I, to podcasts, you will show up on them. Someday. I
1: you know <laughs> I I forget sometimes that you were like one yeah. of our first listeners. Yeah. And and I think you reached out to us. Did you like email us or something? I, and I think I met you at Phantom of the Attic. I, I heard your voices. Yeah. I was like
0: those are really familiar That's right. voices. <laughs> That's
1: right. That's right. I'm yeah. just going to awkwardly ask if this is
0: Dang and the Duke.
1: <laughs> yeah, Dang and the Duke. Sounds like, like a bad morning, bad radio morning show. Um. So, but yeah. So
0: um, my my experience with actually reading comics came when when I had disposable income, which is around. Uh, Eight years ago, nine years ago, about nine. Like I was always interested in comic books, uh, and I, you know, got most of my knowledge from trading cards in the nineties. <laughs> like I did it very backwards from everybody
1: else. Well, I feel like that's not like uh, like these days. You're, uh, it's not too out of the ordinary. Like, yeah, it's more it's more common now. Like people, hmm. like I, I always hear people that I mean, of course, yeah, you. you there are people that get their comic knowledge from. Reading actual comics, but then there are people mm-hmm. who were like, oh, I got into comics because of the X Men animated series, yeah, yeah, stuff like that, and that to me was always kind of weird because that was not my mm-hmm. experience. I was like, oh, I just started reading comics, yeah. So, but but you're like, so you're you were definitely like a '90s Image kid, right? Yeah,
0: basically. Yeah, <laughs> like I didn't read a lot of Image stuff though. I like I was aware of Spawn an HBO series like it's all animated (laughs) if it hadn't animated something I saw it yeah but beyond that I was just glimpses here and there my parents would buy stuff from like I don't know Wizard Magazine or something oh okay like they would order like some issues or whatever and i'd be like cool here's a random issue where i have no clue what's going on but it's got <laughs> jubilee in it and i know
1: her <laughs> from the animated series that's funny i don't know if i remember that, that you i mean it makes sense it but, might not have been wizard it could i have mean been something yeah but just again like the idea of like mail order yeah it was it, it is, was strange yeah like i i remember um i had a a couple of when marvel still had like subscriptions yeah you could subscribe to whatever i had a Subscription, I think to GI Joe. Okay, and, yeah, and they would always come like folded in half, and it was, <laughs> it was awful. Yes, yeah, but but yeah, it's 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 so much different. I mean, obviously we we order stuff online now, but it's always like Amazon or yeah. whatever like bulk discount comic yeah. book service you can. You know, yeah, it's yeah. There's there's no more subscriptions, kids. <laughs> so that's yeah, tough. Well, what about you, Kay? What was your uh, what, uh, or like, can, can you blame everything on Lake? Or uh, <laughs> actually, yeah,
2: he needed me to get into comics so I could support him buying all of them. Yep, that's the trick. So he handed me Buffy. <laughs> oh okay. So I'm big time Buffy the Vampire Sl- Slayer fan. And nice. That basically worked. Yeah. Yeah, and then threw some Brew Baker and Phillips stuff towards my way to show me other comics, and kind of went from there.
1: Yep, excellent.
0: Yeah, I got you Runaways and all that stuff. Yep. I was like, here's these like more like they were like the little tiny trade paperbacks like oh the, yeah the like, the digest. Digest. Kind of like the little digest mm-hmm. yeah, yeah we okay. got like all those and i was like here check out all these
1: things so like, yeah anything sean mckeever
0: probably ever <laughs> yeah stuff those, like that yeah i
1: feel like those were probably like especially like the 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 more died like smaller digest books are probably good in like Good introductory. Yeah, yeah, well, they were like
0: original characters usually. It wasn't like you need to know the history of Spider-Man, right? And the Avengers to enjoy
1: this, and it wasn't like an omnibus where like, you yeah. know, it, it was it was not like very daunting. Yeah, You're right. Like, oh, I could stick this in my back pocket and read it on the bus or something. Mm-hmm. Or you know, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, excellent. And you guys are still, are or so. So your your buying habits are you like. Are you like Wednesday warriors, or is it just like whenever you get to the store? I mean, I,
0: I'm, I'm always there on Wednesday. Now, if I'm reading them, <laughs> I'm like, mm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've got I've got quite the backlog now. Oh my god, um, tell me about it's it. It's rough. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. I, you probably saw the photos on Facebook. It was like this big
1: my my sorting. Oh, I did see that, Yeah, it's just my whole floor was just being sorted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I would like I would clear out a weekend and just do nothing but sit in front of my TV with. Uh, you know, I I'd, I'd get like bags and boards and like four rolls of new scotch tape yeah. and just <laughs> some boxes and just go to town. Just yeah. I'm like, don't bother me. I'm going to be down in the basement all weekend. Yep, doing all this yeah, and I'm taking vacation days from work. It's just <laughs> sort <of comic>
0: <laughs> oh
1: My God, that is that is it's sick. a problem. That is yeah. <laughs> that well, hey, you know, that's that's the ultimate stake, yeah. staycation. Yep. you know. <laughs> Cool. Well, that is uh, very disturbing, and we're, <laughs> but we're glad to have you anyways, and we're glad to, uh, yeah, yeah, know some disturbing things about you <laughs> and your vacation time. <laughs> um, but, um, well, let's just, um, I guess we can just jump in and start talking about some actual comics. Um, did one of you guys want to lead off, or you guys, I, uh-huh. I think, um, well, we had talked about Fantastic Four number one yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I yeah. know that was kind of a... Thing you wanted to say for today? Yeah, it probably made yeah. It so made sense. so this was the and it, and and I feel like just in general that's kind of like one of the bigger books that's come out. Yeah. In the past couple of weeks, so Fantastic Four number one. This is the new, uh, well, one of the new Dan Slot books because after yep. he left Spider Man, he also he's doing Iron Man mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Yep. So it's he's got uh, big shoes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. So so he's. Um, so he's taking uh well, like, no he's not taking over for anybody because the Fantastic Four hasn't been around. It was in just
0: gone three yeah. years.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but it's him and Sarah Pacelli Yep. With uh, I think uh, Assad Ribic doing covers. I think that's right. Really yeah. nice covers, or at least the first one so far. Um. Well, I kind of I, I kind of gave my thoughts about this on online, but what so what, what are your thoughts about this one? I, I, oh. I I'm 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 torn. I've got some.
0: Yeah. So so. I came at this from a weird way because I was reading um, Chip Zdarsky's Human Torch and the Thing, and during that, the, the the arc is that they're traveling the multiverse and doing all this stuff to find out where the Fantastic Four are at. Well, meanwhile, Ben Grimm knows that they're they're dead mm-hmm. or whatever, um, and he's kind of tricked Johnny along for the ride to give him hope, and because he was in like this bad place. Um, but that hadn't resolved yet when Fantastic Four came out. Yeah. And I was kind of huh. like, "Are we going to ruin this book that I'm
1: enjoying?" <laughs> I is mean, it, are they going to finish it? Yeah, it's got I, like I it's, mean, it's like is it like solicited for more? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's it's got like another issue coming out, and then it looks like it's going to turn into like a, just a Fantastic Four team up book. Okay. Because I think one of the next ones was like the Human Torch and Mister Fantastic or something. Okay. So it'll just be like a two in one kind of thing. Right. Um. So yeah, I wasn't really sure what was going to happen. So I guess guess the way that it resolved. Um spoilers uh that the fantastic four weren't in the first issue of the fantastic four yes uh didn't bother me as much like it it, it like gave me a sigh of relief like i I acknowledge that it's screwed up that they did it that way but i was just like okay good well we're not gonna like jump ahead in time (laughs) like secret wars did right uh like dr doom showed up in iron man Mm-hmm. Uh, all cured or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's and true. I, I forgot about were upset that. upset
0: about that. And I was like, are we doing this again? <laughs> are we going to just like <laughs> jump ahead? Yeah. Cause I guess it was what, like the anniversary or whatever that it came out on, like I, the somethingth anniversary. Yeah, of... I believe so. So I get why they did it, but
1: yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I, I, I guess I was just, uh, because it's been a number of years and it was like, you know, when reading the solicits for this book, you know, it's like oh it's a it's a double you know it's like forty four pages and it's gonna be like six bucks yeah and, you know generally yeah they hyped it yeah generally when when a book has like a certain certain aspects to it that mark it as like a big issue, you kind of expect something big to happen, yeah, and yeah i I didn't want them to just on the, on page two, just show up and like, Hey, we're back. Let's <laughs> right. go, let's go beat up the mole man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and with no explanation, I, I thought we would have gotten a story that would, sl- you know, slowly fold them back into the first issue mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and maybe not even reestablish them immediately in the first issue, but at least bring them back and have the family reunite. Yeah. And, and like you said, like, a uh, you know bringing up the the previous like the marvel two-in-one yeah uh johnny and ben were starring in this issue felt like it was just a continuation it it was yeah that and um and and so much of the story itself was just uh it just felt like a like oh here's a day in the life of right yeah and johnny and and then uh you know oh let's throw in Alicia Masters, and Wyatt the, Wingfoot, and, yeah. Les, and She-Hulk, and let, like, let's throw in all these cameos from former <laughs> members, and... I've, I haven't seen Wyatt Wingfoot in anything in like a decade. Okay, like, so, it's not, so it's not just me. I was afraid, I'm like, oh my god, I'm really out of it. I didn't know they brought... Because I thought, well, maybe maybe he's been showing up in Marvel 2 and 1, because I, no. I only read like the first couple of issues of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, the entire time I've been reading comics, I don't think I've seen Wyatt Wingfoot in something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I
1: don't think I've seen him since. I mean, maybe he appeared in the Matt Fraction thing. I was actually going to go back further and say okay. the um, the Dance Lot She Hulk. Oh, pr- yeah, maybe. Um, which so I don't know. Maybe Dance Lot just has like a hard on for Wyatt Wingfoot <laughs> or something. Really? He just yeah. He's like that's my favorite character. I'm going to yeah. make him as big as I'm going to do what Bendis did for Luke Cage. I'm gonna make, <laughs> it's going to be a whole Wyatt Wingfoot thing. Yep. <laughs> um but yeah, this this issue just felt like a like a non-issue. It was just like a non-event or something. It just didn't do anything for me.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, I guess the only nice thing was like the Alicia Masters, like the the the, the proposal,
1: the, the marriage proposal. Yeah. Even that. Well, okay, it was so, like the only big thing. But like, I'm tired of marriage proposals in comics and <laughs> marriages. Well, well, that's the thing because we know they never last. Yeah. And and all it takes is you know, hey, maybe. They, maybe this will last for as long as Dan Slott writes mm-hmm. the book, and then uh, you know Johnny Ryder five years from now decides, oh, uh, I don't like that. I'm going to split them up. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So you know, there's there's nothing saying that any of this will last. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just whatever. That's just comics. Yeah, like, that's like saying, oh, somebody wait, died. Yeah, exactly. Somebody <laughs> died. Or you know, wh- well, isn't it weird that Franklin Richards has been Fourteen for thirty years, you know. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: But the yeah, the it just didn't seem like. Oh, this is what I was getting to. So I, I just thought it. Well, I I put some of this on my shoulders because again, I haven't been a faithful FF reader. Yeah, I I think the last stuff I read was uh, like Hickman's Run. I you know
0: I tried and it was tough.
1: It There's was a lot going on, so it was good up to the point where so there was the Fantastic Four proper, book, yeah, and then there was Then he started the that side oh, you know, book, the FF.
0: You know what? I think I tried to get in with the FF. I don't think I read before
1: that, and and the but I think the problem is um, you almost had to read them concurrently because That's a, that Hickman's the and, long game, <laughs> and that that was hard because all I wanted to read was Fantastic Four.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't want
1: to read FF, mm-hmm. but you were missing things on both sides if you but again so that was the last thing i read which was was hickman's fantastic four one which i thought was actually pretty good Mm -hmm. um and i'm not even like the biggest hickman fan but i thought he did it did them a good service um so i didn't i didn't know if the ben alicia thing like oh did they rekindle that Mm -hmm. and had had they've been dating again for a while and I just missed it. Or or Dan's just feel like we're doing this. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, so, so in that sense, it didn't feel earned mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. Okay. Big deal. So like, yeah, I know they've been dating since the sixties. Yeah. What do you do? Like, what does that mean today? Like, yeah. Have they still, have they just always been dating and they just, just decided to, never to show us? Yeah. Or, right. So that's why the. You know, everyone getting so excited about Ben proposing. I was like, eh. Yeah. Again, it didn't it didn't feel earned to me or mm-hmm. but what I'm just a I'm just a crusty old man. <laughs>
0: so yeah, true love is I don't know, something. Uh but yeah, uh so so I know Kate's not the biggest uh fantastic I had to like pull teeth to get her to read Fantastic Forward for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're gonna talk about it. Um what, what were your thoughts anyways? We didn't actually talk about it at all, so I'm curious.
2: I could do without it.
0: Okay. <laughs> Fair um enough.
2: I don't know. I enjoy some of the stuff with Johnny, I enjoy some of the stuff with Ben, but I've never been a huge Fantastic Four fan to begin with. It's like with, a cohesive
0: so. unit. They're just kinda whatever. Yeah. That's kinda mm-hmm. like where I've always been with them too. I've kind I mean like I've but, never had like that entryway where it's just like, yeah, Fantastic Four are awesome. I mean, it, they yeah. haven't been writing fantastic for that way since I've been reading comics. So mm-hmm. it's hard to, I got the Fox movies and that's, that's <laughs> not, oh, see. Yeah. That's the <laughs> thing. It's
1: like, I, I feel like you, you either you love them or you don't. Mm-hmm. And you can jump like my experience with them or my, my reading experience with them has been, I'll probably, I'll jump on for a number of issues. Yeah. And then when I get bored, I jump off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I never read the, I never really read any of the classic stuff. I mean, again, here and there yeah. I'd read, you know, some uh, Lee and Kirby and some Byrne. Mm-hmm. Um, I never read any of the Simonson stuff. Um, I never read the Wade and Waringo Oh yeah, stuff, was which that, is supposed to be was that ultimate or was that regular? Did he did both? That was regular. Okay. Which was supposed to be? I mean, that's like some of people. That's like some of people's favorite. Yeah. Run of comics, or or FF comics, is you know that that's up there as like a quintessential run of comics. Yeah, uh, for the Fantastic Four, uh, I've never read it. Uh, strangely, I read the Mark Miller, okay. Brian Hitch, yeah. twelve issue run, and I really liked it. Huh. And I, I think the I, I think why that didn't get, um, uh, better attention, or I, I think that trying to think when that came off of, but I, like the the Miller Hitch run came right after like a really popular run, I think, mm-hmm. and I, I think it just wasn't it wasn't received very well by FF fans. So like everybody hated it basically. Yeah. Um, not only that, I mean, given that it was Miller and Hitch, it was probably late. <laughs> yeah, okay. and it was Miller who you know at the time he was like that's when he was like writing his ultra violent stuff uh, i was gonna say he's, i mean
0: it's mean, always been kind of that edgy kind of
1: stuff yeah and and he toned it down obviously for fantastic four yeah, i mean d- d- it p- was fantastic
0: wasn't like ripping people's <laughs> heads off <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah well, like johnny wasn't you know burning people yeah. alive or anything like that just to do it um he wasn't like staging hobo fights yeah. or anything <laughs> but but it was um but i but I, I think it's one of those books like if you read it in one sitting it Mm -hmm. actually reads very well gotcha yeah that's kind of what i did i i I had the the advantage of i think i bought it like in dollar issues Mm -hmm. after the fact and so i just read it in one sitting and it was really good but again it didn't that didn't resonate with readers at the time yeah um but but again so that going back to my original thing like i've i've never been a you know, I, I think you're you're either all in for Fantastic Four or you just, yeah, you just kind of jump in. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever. Yeah. Suits
0: I mean, you. Pretty pretty much, I, like I. Here and there, I think I read like some Dark Reign tie-ins that they were in, and mm-hmm. uh, I didn't touch
1: the Fraction book just because it wasn't the Fantastic Four. I really wasn't sure what it was going to be. And no, I, I had zero interest in that. Yeah. I mean, well, I, actually, I should say I, I had a mild interest in it because, Mike Allred. Yeah was drawing it and and the the team was weird enough to be kind of interesting, yeah, where it was like uh, was it Scott Lang ant man yep mm-hmm. and uh medusa Medusa, and, the, and it was the, that the who the thing other thing? The, the, it, was a, but it was like a girl in like yeah. a thing armor. In her, she had the thing rings or whatever. Oh, like,
0: yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, thing rings do your thing or uh, whatever it was. God, God
1: bless <laughs> Matt and, and his, his weirdness. Right? <laughs>
0: um, there was like one other person. I don't remember who it was, but yeah. Was it? Yeah, I don't remember
1: who, who it would have been, but... Somebody. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, and some it, other it, guy. And, and I yeah. feel like that, that's exactly... What we're supposed to, you know, it's like, oh, who cares? Yeah, it, it was, it was nothing. Yeah, was like, you know, well, it, it was like, well, it didn't last very
0: long either. It was like some weird wacky thing that Fraction was going to do, and then he did Hawk Guy, and he was like, I'm good.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> for, I mean, for a while there, you know, like a lot of Fraction's books didn't last. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember when he, um, he did that one team book? Um, oh, it had some weird name like. Oh boy, this is yeah. making for great radio, <laughs> but a great podcast. But um, it was like a team full of nobodies.
0: Okay, um, yeah.
1: I, I, d- I remember Barry Kitson drew it, and it it, it didn't last. Um, but then he did uh, uh, the Defenders. Like he tried to bring back the Defenders, yep. and yeah. That fizzled.
0: Well, then he, then he they gave him like uh, the event, the Fear itself, and I was like,
1: ugh. That yeah, was, that, that was. I I didn't even. I read a couple issues of that, and I just. I tried and that, I quickly
0: like fell out of love with like big events. <laughs> it was like my first burn. I was like, yep, no nope, events aren't
1: cool anymore. No, no, <laughs> no that was, I, I feel like it had potential, but it just, you know, yeah. You know, as, as, as all events do, they all, they just, they spiral out of control quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, Hawkeye was probably his, his real big yeah, kind of mainstream, like the thing that actually stuck with and resonated with people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, well, not Marvel, but I mean, his Sex Criminals book is really great. Um, although, I, uh, I, I do find that um, we're getting way off track. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll bounce back in a second. <laughs> sex Criminals is totally connected <laughs> to Fantastic <laughs> Four. Six degrees of math fraction <laughs> from Fantastic Four to Sex Criminals. Um, I, just real quick, I, I will say that um, I find that I really can't. I think I read the first trade, mm-hmm. and then when I got to the second trade. I found that it sounded like everybody was speaking in the same voice. Yeah, kind of. I you know, can see that. He, you know, so it was really hard for me to read mm-hmm. like condensed math fraction. Yeah. Like that much math fraction at one time. So I think I have to go back to issues.
0: The, there's really good back matter in those issues though. Like the letters yeah. pages are hilarious. So
1: yeah, there's that. I mean, <laughs> it's, oh, I, I totally, romance advice it's, it's, and it's, stuff it's back him there. and Zdarsky, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those guys are, yeah, they're an amazing team. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. They they totally struck lightning, yeah, with sex criminals, but anyway, back yeah. to Fantastic, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, from, fantastic. from sex criminals, <laughs> from, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, so Fantastic Four number one. I mean, I'm still, um, I'll probably pick up the second issue just because I, I, I think I looked in the, like one of the, in the solicits that they're gonna actually show, yeah, what mm-hmm. Reed and Sue have been up to. So, and the kids, because mm-hmm. we didn't see the kids at all in, no. the, in the, in the brief, was it even like a page? That page thing. Yeah. 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 Yep, so they're we didn't all see
0: hanging it. out back there.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I'll get the second issue just to see yeah. what's what.
0: So, uh, I'll I'll mention this because I know you didn't, you said you didn't read it, but, uh, and this might have shown up in other books I haven't read, but, uh, it, one of the annuals for the, the, the thing in Human Torch, uh. They talked about, like, what what the overall goal of Mr. Fantastic was with the uh, battle world, like the the post, you know, I'm Mm going to fix everything. I guess, I don't think you read this, but uh, the thing that came up was uh, Mr. Fantastic removed himself from the universe because he went to see what kind of person Dr. Doom would become Mm. without... Mm him around and i interesting it was really confusing that it was just like tucked away in this annual for like a book that wasn't like the main
1: so so something that like would probably be a very significant story point yeah was just buried in some annual that probably nobody read
0: yeah basically it was just like oh yeah we're we're we have the 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 council of reeds or whatever that are working to prevent a dr doom from ever occurring again by just removing ourselves from the equation and doing these like little experiments
1: now did, did Zdarsky darsky right yep. he wrote that animal yeah. so yeah he wrote
0: that huh yeah it's super weird that it was just over there but i was like yeah. wow that's such a cool idea to like that's why he's not scarred because he never there was never anything with. yeah the, but get the thing in human torture around so who knows like yeah i don't know how that actually works continuity wise <laughs> but continuity continuity yeah, basically but yeah nothing so. makes sense nothing matters but that was the other thing in the, in Fantastic Four uh, he shows up all you know scarred and okay, hobo like
1: so I was going to actually bring that up uh, what did you think of the of the two uh, whatever like the back matter or the two like short like there was the Doctor but, Doom and then there was yes. like the one page Impossible Man which the Impossible Man was, was just kind of like a meta yeah commentary. I mean I got a laugh out of the yeah.
0: Impossible Man one I was like okay that's fair enough you're, yeah. you're acknowledging what you're doing right. at least Um but yeah, the the Doom thing I was totally lost. I was like, I don't know what. Okay, so you're not the only one. No, <laughs> yeah, so I, I was, was just, like, I don't was just it. Me. Yeah, um, because because as it stands right now, and in, in what I'm reading, he's totally fine and just tagging along for the ride. Yeah, And the multiverse adventure. So, hmm. I guess things don't work out for Doctor Doom when he comes
1: back. I guess not. <laughs> I mean, he's like he's half naked. Yeah, and he's he's scarred again, and, and he. <laughs> the thing I thought was again, this is totally like nitpicky, but I yeah. thought it was funny. Was so he's wearing like he's bare chested, he's wearing like whatever, like yeah. a piece of like you know a, like a loincloth, like a loincloth yeah, yeah. Like tied with a, with a with a rope, and he's wearing his his cloak, but somehow he still has the two big, discs. The big like are those <laughs> attached to his <laughs> chest? Right. Like that looks painful. Like, how are yeah. they staying right there? So yeah, oh Marvel. <laughs> and well it's probably well more probably more the artist that like was, yeah. was Simone Bianchi yeah who um, I really like him but he yeah he's he's got an interesting style mm-hmm. he's got interesting he had an interesting take on Doom and all yeah that. his um, yeah anyway yeah so um, <laughs> so yeah I guess and I I wonder if we'll see more like more Doom backups
0: yeah I, I assume until, or, or or he'll get his own special issue or something yeah I know like the fourth issue they solicited had something to do with um, 2D Man, like a really obscure character yeah. from Dan Slott's Avengers Initiative book, oh, which I, I really enjoyed Avengers Initiative. That that, I, I, that was a good book. Um, yeah. But he Dan Slott just seems to be pulling from like a wheelhouse of his own wacky old ideas. Yeah. But like, remember this thing I did like a decade ago? <laughs> well, now I'm in control, so here you go.
1: I actually, either I forgot or I never knew... Or he was maybe he wasn't as big at the time that Dan Slott wrote. Uh, I didn't Avengers the initiative. Yeah, I didn't
0: realize that until like well after the fact. I had the trade sitting on my shelf. I looked up. Wait, I was like, wait, what, <laughs>
1: slide? <laughs> well, that's why, Again, uh, you know, rem- remembering that he wrote the. That she-hulk bo- yep. book, book from from years ago. And I'm like, well, that was a great book. Yeah, Man, that was hilarious. He did that little and
0: thing book too, like the four issue thing miniseries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's got like this Fantastic Four background. It's just yeah,
1: nobody remembers. Nope. <laughs> no, I feel like he nobody he really wasn't on people's radar until Spider-Man. Yep, and and what? He, geez, he was on that for it's too many <laughs> three hundred <many> issues, <laughs> like 400 <laughs> near near a decade, he, I think.
0: Yeah, he wanted to beat the the Bendis ultimate spider-man record or whatever Mm. well i guess that's not that hard it's only 100 something for ultimate
1: the same creative team like a hundred and yeah like 125 or something like that
0: but But yeah yeah i guess when you do them two a month as well like right it's
1: easy to pad your numbers (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, let's we'll, we'll move yeah. on from from bashing the Fantastic Four. and yeah. Dan Slot. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Lot, Dan. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what else? Um, what else we want to talk we'll, about? We'll let, I'm going to let you talk. Yeah, because you're we, being quiet. I feel like we've been we've been monopolizing <laughs> the the conversation here. Uh, so you you read Nancy Drew?
2: Yep, Nancy Drew by Kelly Thompson. Yep, I liked it. I'm a big Nancy Drew fan. Uh, I've read all of the old books. Not pretty much any of the newer material that's come out in the last, like, 20 to 30 years. Mm -hmm. So pretty much anything that's come out while I've been alive, I haven't read. Um, (laughs) But it's not OG Nancy Drew, so that's fine. Um, I really enjoyed the story, but have you read it?
1: You know what? When I... Heard that you wanted to talk about it. I actually went back last night because we, we get them. is it I, Dynamite or IDW that puts it out. Uh, I think Dynamite. Is it dynamite? I, dynamite?
2: I think that's correct.
1: Yeah. So we we get uh, review issues mm-hmm. from them. So I I, we had the first three. So I went and I read okay. them. And yeah, kind of the same thing. Like, I thought it was, I I, th- I thought the voices were good and like the story seemed a little, like. In three issues, it didn't seem like they really made it very far.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, not a lot <laughs> had happened. Yeah. Like, they probably could have squeezed it all down to, like, two issues mm-hmm. up to that point. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the... I thought the art was pretty good, but the... Um, yeah, I thought... Uh, same same like you... It, I, I thought it was... It was okay. Yeah. yeah. But,
2: oh. I was just going to say, I, I think the story is keeping in line with the spirit of Nancy Drew with what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, The way that the characters are reimagined for a more modern audience, such as George is actually a lesbian as opposed to, we all just assume she's a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there are just some things that have changed that I don't understand why they've changed.
1: Okay, like what?
2: So Nancy Dream's hometown is River Heights. Mm-hmm. And they have her in it Bayport. Yeah. And I was so upset about it that when Kelly Thompson did an AMA, Link actually asked <laughs> her about it. And she said that it would all make sense in issue two, why they changed it. And if you ask me, it doesn't make any sense.
1: I, that that was something that, that didn't make sense to me. Again, I, I'm like zero knowledge yeah. of Nancy Drew. But just reading this story... Yeah, they they, they made, it, made it seem... Like, she mentioned, like, oh, I'm going back to my hometown. Yeah. But she, I'm like, well, why did you move in the first place? College? I mean, that seems like okay. it was, like, very loose, like... So, so that's the other thing. So in the first issue, well, in this entire story, is she in high school or college?
2: It's my understanding she's in college. Okay. Which that, would fit with a lot of the old Nancy Drew stuff as well. She was usually in college.
1: Okay, that's what I assumed in the first issue, but then somewhere in the second issue, or maybe it was even the first issue, I, I don't remember at this point, but she said something like, um, it's tough being a full-time private investigator and a full-time high school student. I would oh. swear, I, I i feel like she said... You no, know, I, I feel as if you might be right. Unless I misread that. Hmm.
0: I, was like at the, I think that was in the beginning of the the first, like, like her inner monologue or something yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, so it
1: was very confusing as to how old she was Why? yeah
2: i didn't even pick up on that and and
1: and it and all of her friends and the hardy boys yeah. like, again they all the way they're drawn they're all they, they all look, they all look they, the same they see,
0: yeah they all seem around the same age like and s- we don't actually see 16, them yeah. yeah we
1: don't actually see them engaging in like oh i'm going to school today or yeah.
0: Yeah, the most the most we saw was that thing with, like, the, the goat or whatever at the very... The right. First, which I, I guess was just, like, a football prank whatever thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I
1: think was a was supposed to be a... Like a, a senior a, prank. Maybe. Yeah, and it was like a... But I think that was, like, a high school football game. I think it was a high school football game, which I think it was the, the school
0: she goes to. So it's probably... A, she might still be in high school then. Which uh, is, just doesn't make... Who knows why she left then. Yeah. Unaddressed. Nothing <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Um... But yeah uh to my knowledge um I I also don't know anything but yeah I, so I asked Kate afterwards I was like what would you think and she she explained the, the 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 situation where you know uh the Hardy boys live in Bayport like that's th- this we're going deep like old school <laughs> library book canon here
2: Yeah Nancy Drew was only created to be a female counterpart to the Hardy boys Yeah
0: okay so so they live in Bayport, um, and that's their hometown. And they would occasionally meet up with Nancy and mm-hmm. have team-ups or whatever. Um, but Nancy's from River Heights, which is where she's currently presiding.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: for some reason, they made her hometown, like, the Hardy Boys' hometown. Yeah. Which seemed weird that they would, like, change that. Like, they would be beholden to the continuity of the Hardy Boys in a Nancy Drew book. <laughs>
1: like... Yeah. It, it, just, it was just, like, one of those weird things. Like, why would... And I, I I was actually surprised that the Hardy Boys showed up. I yeah, mean, I, I know that they are supporting characters yeah. for each other, mm-hmm. but it almost felt like it took away a little. Yeah, it happened from, real fast. It's like this is a Nancy Drew book. Like, yep. let's do we need the Hardy Boys right now, right away? Yeah, you right. Know? That, it's like the trick. Like, oh, here's here's a, new, a first new issue of a brand new character you've never heard of, guest starring Spider Man. Yeah, right. To, <laughs> you know, to bring you in. Um, but yeah, I felt like it might've been too many characters at one, at one time, Mm -hmm. because again, as someone who doesn't know the lore and the continuity and hasn't read any of the books or, you know, I know the characters mostly just from the, uh, the, the TV show. Okay. Yeah. 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 The Hardy boys (laughs) mysteries or whatever. Um, and, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so old, but, uh, (laughs) um Yeah, I just felt like it was it was too many carry too many characters to keep track of at once. Yeah, um, and I but I was trying to keep an open mind because I think Kelly Thompson is the same person who's writing that new Jessica Jones. She's writing a lot lately. Yeah, that, she's that, fantastic. That Marvel, which mm-hmm. I, I a couple episodes ago I, I raved about that. Mm-hmm. I, I loved yeah her taking over Jessica Jones, and I thought she had a really good like her voice for Jessica Jones mm-hmm. was like spot on. Yeah, like it was without like mimicking Bendis. Yeah. She was doing, you know, she still sounded like Jessica Jones without, yeah, you know, aping uh, Bendis or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so it's not like I expected, you know, going in, I saw, oh, Kelly Thompson's writing this. This is mm-hmm. awesome. Not that I expected Jessica Drew to be like a teenage. Yeah. Or, I mean, our Nancy Drew to be a teenage Jessica Jones. Yeah. <laughs> She's just drinking whiskey. Yeah. And like, <laughs> you know, banging guys yeah. and whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it just... I don't know. I mean, I do, do we know is this supposed to be like an ongoing or is it I, like a, a mini? I think it's an ongoing, which I it an ongoing. I
0: I, I wonder if – I, I know Kelly Thompson said that she's a big fan of the character, so I wondered if she just wanted to, like, get it all out there as soon mm-hmm. as possible on the off chance that the book didn't make it to just yeah. be like, hey, I got to write the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew and, like, all yeah. these other supporting characters. But
1: – yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I I'm I enjoy it for for what it is, like a
1: kind of like this cool all ages like mystery thing. Yeah. thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Although um I was surprised for them to like um uh, they didn't go as far as to say like like drop the F-bomb or anything, but yeah. they were, like something like something that goddamned whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. like, "What?" Yeah, they're they're swearing Nancy a little Drew. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Did I yeah.
0: say goddam.
2: Nancy Drew would never swear.
0: <laughs> See? Yeah. Uh, oh, um, the other thing I, I, I saw that, um, I think this is a first, is that they're dealing with her mom. Have they dealt, like, with her mom's death, like, actually be like, hey, is it, like, a thing that, I feel like yeah. they've dealt with that, like, in, like, a big way, though? Like, I mean, it's definitely it brought like in up BT in some dubs? of the books. Okay. It's
2: also why there's a character that doesn't exist in the yes. comics right now, <laughs> Hannah Gruen, who took over... Of the caretaking duties of Nancy after her mom died.
0: Yeah, we. were Yeah, it's a
2: big part of the books.
0: Hmm.
2: And Hannah Gruen just doesn't exist or something.
0: I, I my my argument is just that that's really hard. I don't know how you do a caretaker in like modern era without being like weird about it.
1: Yeah, unless they're like a relative or something. Like yeah, like what are the legalities? This is of, like our living <laughs> made like.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know he's
1: like what a lawyer or whatever, but mm-hmm. it still seems out there in today's age. Or, or like uh, <laughs> how, like in the '30s and '40s, like billionaires used to adopt wards. Yeah, right. Like if you, if if someone tried to do that today, they'd be like, "Okay, creeper." Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work anymore. Batman. Yeah, you can't really do that anymore. Yeah, Batman, you can't be you can't adopt young boys anymore. <laughs> You're not allowed, Bruce. Yeah. But yeah. uh... I don't know. I, I really like
0: Kelly Thompson as a writer, though. She's written a lot of, a lot, uh, just from what we're reading. Uh, she wrote a Captain Phasma series. She wrote, mm-hmm. uh, Kate Bishop song going series. Oh, okay. Uh, and she's also writing, uh, well, she did Gambit and Rogue, and she, now she's doing, uh, Mr. and Mrs. X. Okay. Which is like the, the, the marriage team spy yeah. book or whatever. Um, so it's, yeah, like, she just sort of, like, bursts onto the scene after uh, Gem and the Holograms. Oh, she wrote Gem and the Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah. And then, yeah, that took off, and then everybody was like, hey, Marvel was like, hey, come over here. Yeah. We've okay. got a lot for you to do. So, yeah, she's just been writing a lot of big characters, or, or at least big in my mind. I'm like, wow, that's, like, a dream character for some people, yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, you're right. She just kind of just exploded on the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember, I didn't read it, but I do remember when, you know, Gem and the Holograms came out, I was still working at... Uh, new dimensions, mm-hmm. and you know, I remember stocking that book, and people were coming in like, "Oh, do you have the new yeah. Gem in the Holograms?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, "Yeah, I guess." <laughs> I figured, what? Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, that's great. I'm, I'm glad that you know she's enjoying the success, and, mm-hmm. and um, like hopefully between her, um, I don't know, does she, does she have any like creator her own stuff, or does she mostly just do? I think, I think it's all,
0: well, did she wrote that, did she write that book that you read that I didn't, is that her? The, the, the thing that was like Buffy, Lore, lore something? Oh! Is that her? Yes. Yeah, okay, so she has, good. she has like a self-published Kickstarter book. I, I we obviously don't know the name of okay. it, but yeah, it's, it's on our bookshelf at home. Um, So yeah, she does, like, I. she could probably adapt that into a comic, at image or something if she wanted to.
1: Oh, um, so so it's like like an actual book. Like an it was like a real book. book, like a prose yep. book. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah,
0: um, I think it was what she did right before Jem, or like right something. But then then she like bursts on the scene here. Um, I know that she used to do stuff at comic book bulletin, something. Oh, okay. Like she did reviewed stuff or something. She mm-hmm. had like an art a column called like she has no head. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I remember, I'm, I, I remember that. I think I would read that occasionally, but I. I just always remember that for the, just the striking, like, yeah, like, like the, that title was like, oh boy, that really yeah. sticks out. And, and that's from, is that from, is that re- reference to the, uh, Green Lantern? No, I, no, uh, I th- think th- it's just a reference to like some
0: covers or something where, or like, cause they would always like focus on breasts yeah. and like,
1: it uh, was like a weird okay. cover
0: shot that, or something. Okay. No, you know what? I,
1: I think the Green Lantern thing I'm thinking of is when they, the, the, the like the infamous Oh, st- you're talking about women in refrigerators. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the infamous... Was that Ron, Ron Mars, I think, who did that? Who did that? Uh, maybe. I honestly I don't think, know who I think it was, Ron, was Mars and Ron Mars and Daryl Banks, I think, that created Kyle Rayner. Yeah. So that probably would have been them who stuffed his girlfriend into a refrigerator. Yep. <laughs> Yikes. It's
0: a good segue, because I'm going to talk about Domino. Oh. Okay. <laughs> which is Gail Simone, so there we go. All right. Um. So... Uh, I think, th- and the artist, by the way, I think is David Baldion. I'm terrible with last names. Oh,
1: okay. I, I, I vaguely remember him from. Oh, I want to say like I, I, he did like a f- remember that book for you years ago called The Young Allies. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yep. Yeah. Did he, do, he did that,
0: right? I think so. That's why it looks familiar. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm like unless you're unless it's like uh, Francesco Francavilla or like like somebody with like this very stark yeah. style. Yeah. Uh, just all blurs in my mind. Um. Which isn't a hit against his art or anything. It's mm-hmm. just hard for me to pick up on artist names, um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, Gail Simone's doing a Domino thing. Uh, it's kind of interesting because I thought maybe it would try to pick up stuff from Deadpool. Doesn't. No. <laughs> it, it, it's still doing its own Marvel thing, which is fine. Um, they teamed her up with Diamondback, like the old Captain America villain. Oh, was that was that the one that? Captain America used to date. Yeah, she has
1: like pink hair yep. and okay. Oh wow.
0: And then uh, somebody I kept thinking is Boom Boom, but it's not. And I can't remember her name now. Uh, she's got like a cowboy hat and a southern accent, and she makes things explode. She's a mutant. Mm. So I kind of was like, oh, Boom Boom. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Some other mutant with explosive powers. <laughs> um, and they go you know do various team ups and whatever. And uh, it, the premise right now is kind of interesting. Uh, they're trying to. Ex- she's she's trying to explain Domino's powers exactly since they're they're kind of abstract and that she's just lucky. Like,
1: yeah, I was gonna say it's it's vague. It's the best. vaguest <laughs> mutant power ever. Yeah.
0: Um, but they're tying it back into some sort of Weapon X type program. Okay. It might not be Weapon X, but some other Canadian government experiment. Because Canada has a lot of those. Those evil Canadians. (laughs) Like, the Marvel Universe just hates Canadians, apparently. (laughs) They're always up to no good. Um, But, yeah, so they're explaining it by uh, giving her, um, like, a a yin and yang kind of thing. That there's another mutant who has bad luck, basically, to her good luck. Anytime something good happens to her, a bad thing happens to him, and they kind of had him in like holding and just torture him. And he's just just terrible, terrible conditions, everything. Mm -hmm. And he breaks out and he wants revenge against Domino. He's the new villain. And so when good things start happening to him, all of her luck based powers start going away and she's like getting shot. And like, you know, things aren't working out. Uh, so it's like an interesting concept at the Mm. very least to be like, Oh yeah, there's this like feeding off each other kind of shared mutant ability thing. Yeah. You don't see that too often. Yeah. it, It was different enough. Um, Overall, I really enjoy the book. Uh, I've only got this one weird pet peeve. <laughs> and it, and it's... For whatever reason, Domino started throwing around the word mutie. And it, like, totally pulled me out of the book because I was mm. like... It's like a racial slur. Like, Yeah, and I feel like we haven't used mutie since,
1: that. Like, like, the 80s. Yeah. Yep.
0: But it's like... And you could argue that it's some kind of weird reclamation, whatever thing, but like, I don't think that's what Gail Simone was going for. It's yeah. just kind of, cause she was complaining about like somebody else's powers. She's like, oh, it's like some weird muty thing, whatever. And, and, yeah. and, and yeah, I know like Claremont made like very, uh, controversial statements about that word and how it ties into like real life, bad words. Yeah. Uh, that don't definitely doesn't fly nowadays. If you read those, that old Claremont stuff, you're like, mm, Claremont, that's a little, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. I mean, it's still, still good. It's uh, most of it still holds up, but yeah. Like when, when, when you're getting to the more like racially sensitive yeah. types of stories, but yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah. It just threw me for a loop though, but that's like kind of my one weird thing that you like, you just you can't, you can't do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you can't say muty You're not allowed. I feel like there's, there's like, Two, Gail Simones. Like, <laughs> like, um, and I think, is she the one, she wrote, um, was it, well, it was a, it was her Kickstarter book, Welcome to, no. Was it the, are you talking about the Metropolis? Yeah, uh, Leaving, Leaving Megalop, Leaving yep, Megalopolis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that one, yep. Um, I, I, I read that, I, 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 like yep that first collection, and I thought it was pretty decent. And then she had this like follow up mini series that it was actually published through Dark Horse I think. Oh, see, I didn't know about that one. And like in the first couple of issues, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. this is awful. <laughs> I mean, not like oh that's that's terribly written. Like, mm-hmm. like Gail Simone is like, she's she's, well, you, you she's kiss, your <laughs> mo- kiss your mother with that mouth. I'm mean, like, <laughs> she would just say some awful awful things, or the characters would say, yeah. these, like ridiculously awful, over the top, like, yeah, like. Yeah. M- just things that you just don't need to say
0: Mm -hmm. well I think that her strength lies in writing villains uh, more so than heroes from what I've noticed like I I enjoyed Mm -hmm. her Birds of Prey stuff and Domino's fun Um, and she's also got a weird this is totally side note but uh, there's some Shang-Chi stuff in Domino which totally caught me off guard Oh,
1: like, I, like Shang-Chi's actually in... Yeah,
0: Shang-Chi, like, he, he's huh. tutor, he like tutors her once she loses her powers. Oh, it's okay. like a yeah, Interesting. wise
1: master sensei kind of thing. It's kind of cool that they brought him, and you don't ever really see right? Shang-Chi. Yeah. Like, they, they used him briefly, like he was a secret avenger or something. Like, yeah. Like, five years ago or yeah, something. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. but it
0: could, That was like a Brubaker thing, which is all yeah. totally... But yeah, so she's got, like, a weird love for Kung Fu stuff, which is, like, apparent,
1: but uh, well, her villain it. stuff's just... Spot on. She wrote Secret Six, right? Yep. I was just going to say so yep. that, I yeah. mean, Secret Six was amazing. Yep. yep. That was so good. Yeah. And, you know, that was a book I, you know, I thought, oh, it's not for me. And then I kept hearing more and more about it. I'm like, okay, I'll try it. Yeah. So and good. that was so good. Yeah. I, I I might have gotten it
0: because of the comic book pit talking about it. <laughs> I might have gotten it <laughs> <laughs> on a whim because I was like, there's Batman villains in it. And it's this
1: is the extent of my comic no, knowledge. It's very possible because I think I was definitely reading it and probably talking about, it. I think, I don't think Scott was, but mm-hmm. I was definitely like into it. Yeah. And, that, you know, and yeah. And I, I don't know that I ever finished the series because I think, I don't know if it was one of those things, like it got derailed because of, the, of an event or something. I, I felt like it went on, not really like a hiatus. It might've, but like something happened. There was a second volume of it or something. Like they did volumes. Like maybe I think they took a break. Maybe that's what happened. came back. Yeah. It was like, a couple of volumes of Secret Six. You know what? I feel like it was around Blackest Night. Yeah. Because didn't they do a Blackest did, Night? There was issue? a tie-in. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And um, I think that's for me. Sometimes when an event crosses over into like the main part of a book, mm-hmm. like when it's currently going on, yeah. it just totally throws me, up, throws me off. Yeah. Because then you have this one issue right in the smack in the middle that's got like a banner of like whatever, like acts of vengeance or blackest night or, t- yeah. you know, and it's like, and it has nothing to do with the story that's come before or the story that's going on. Yeah, after. It's, it's just, just this one stupid issue mm-hmm. right in the middle. And it's like, yeah.
0: damn it. it's think I like sales bump it. They're like, we're not sure. We're not confident in our yeah. book. Let's yeah. just slap a, a tie in with it. But, but yeah, uh, she, I also read plastic man by her, which I guess isn't, uh, a backlogged thing that they, didn't do at some point
1: is that the the, the, new? the new one yeah oh, one I didn't come come out. Out. she was writing
0: that yeah uh, well yeah she wrote it uh back when new 52 came out it's, it's very apparent because they, wow. they mentioned things oh, yeah okay. and then for some reason they they released it which is probably also how she can be like at dc and marvel at the same time right now hmm. um but yeah they uh they they referenced like the the um justice league of america and I'm like, what? <laughs> they haven't been around like since uh, Forever Evil.
1: Yeah. Um, now, do you think they just they they brought that like you know maybe they had that sitting on the shelf somewhere and they brought it out of mothballs because maybe Plastic Man came back. That's in, what I was thinking. Was it metal? Yeah, in the metal stuff. In the metal suit. So, yeah. So they they made him relevant again, and he's in that that book with uh the uh, the the terrifics
0: yeah the terrifics yep yeah i think that's why um it feels like maybe she was going to originally introduce plastic man as like it's like only a five part mini or something but Mm -hmm. i bet you it was going to be an ongoing plastic man book at
1: one point so this was going to be like his introduction to the new 52 yeah
0: and i think they just they nixed it for whatever obscure reasons dc has to do things when they rebranded
1: dc Making terrible decisions yeah.
0: all the time. He was probably on that weird bench that like Stephanie Brown and Cassandra Cain had to sit on, and Donna Troy. They're like, mm. yeah, yeah. We know you're fan favorites, but we don't want you out there. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, which is fine. But then like the floodgates just opened at some point, and they're like, everybody can come back. We don't care mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. It's very arbitrary and strange, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Uh, so that that's an interesting book, but like my biggest complaint with that, and I don't see it as much in Domino. Uh, there's a lot of just toilet humor, and it totally turns me off. In which one? In plastic. In plastic. Man. Man, okay. It just weird like poop jokes, huh? And like. Uh, every issue we're reminded that he can elongate his dick (laughs) because of course like i can i'm like okay that's i'll get that's the gimme joke right you can get it but then it just keeps popping up like weird things i'm like "Eh." yeah and it's an otherwise interesting story where i think um trying to remember here i think i think he was being hired by not spiral but some other like secret organization like spy on superheroes or be like their inside man Mm because this is back early like justice league of america when they weren't trusting the superheroes and all that stuff so it's like a cool hook there um Mm. but it just keeps getting sidetracked for like wacky antics oh it's very it kind of reads like the harley quinn book which i i enjoy harley quinn but the same thing happened in that where jimmy Palmiotti introduced the 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 manure catapult and I'm like oh geez why <laughs> like like Biff Tannen over here but like <laughs> just don't eat it <laughs> yeah
1: yeah Pl- Pl- Plastic Man was never really a character that I ever really um had any affinity for whatsoever yeah. um again my Partially because the way he was written, he was always going to – he was always the joke mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or always telling a joke or whatever. And then I, the other weird thing is I just always hated his costume. Oh, yeah. It's a terrible costume. <laughs> like how he—how has he not gotten an upgrade This just, That's just part of his body. It's attached to him, at Dan. No, I know. But like why, well, why, why hasn't he changed yeah. it? I mean, come on. It looks terrible. Like, yeah. It, I'm sure it made sense. I mean, what, what, uh, when did he come out? Like in the th- – 30s or I mean, something like that like it looks like a circus costume yeah right which I, I understand a lot of those costumes were based on like circus yeah. circus performers mm-hmm. or whatever um it's time for an upgrade it's yeah, time it's, for is, it's time is, for a new look is,
0: is, is, yeah it's like an old school like
1: swimsuit that you'd see in like yeah. a jaws movie or yeah, something exactly. be like oh it's like my onesie like yeah bathing <laughs> outfit like he, he should have i'm surprised he has to have like a like a handlebar mustache with, yeah like, you know yeah. Just he he needs a new look is, oh, definitely. is my thing.
0: But then you wouldn't be able to properly identify him when he's like hiding somewhere It's like a lampshade. <laughs> that is true. <laughs>
1: yeah, he, he he does tend to uh make himself known by yes. his by his look.
0: What is that ugly red and peach lamp? <laughs> <laughs> oh it's plastic man.
1: It's plastic man. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So um well one thing um uh, this is kind of going back to actually uh the Kelly Thompson stuff, um, and I mentioned the, how uh, a couple weeks ago I, I read her new Jessica Jones yeah, yeah, yeah. book, and that was the uh, Marvel digital yep. original, and that they're, they're, they have this new initiative where they're putting out these uh, original yep
0: uh, Yeah, there's digital like a Luke Cage one or something I saw, too.
1: That's exactly what I was going to talk about Luke Cage. okay. Like you getting your... <laughs> um, but so, yeah, but so far they've done Jessica Jones. Uh, I think before that they did a Cloak and Dagger.
0: Or yeah, they yeah, got I heard about a cloak that. And yeah. dagger. Oh,
1: nice. um, they're, they're they've got uh, Luke Cage just came out. I think last week. Okay. And I believe they're going to be doing a Iron Fist, and they're going to be doing a Daughters of the Dragon. Like a Okay, Loki so Knight. they're, they're nice.
0: very they're tapping oh. their their TV properties. They're definitely sure. yeah.
1: yes, they are definitely. Okay. Uh, it's mirroring the TV properties, mm-hmm. almost to a T. So I thought, okay, um, I really loved Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, you know, kind of, a, for me, it's like a slam dunk. I'm sure it's going to yeah. be good. And I could not have hated this book Oh, more. no. I, I felt really, I, I felt guilty. Like, <laughs> I, I really wanted to like this book, but it was, it was just, um, it was very... It was very amateurish. Oh, no. Um, both in the the writing and the art was just not great. And... Are you going to name names? Um, <laughs> I would if I could remember who they were because they're, they're, they're not anyone. Yeah, there. okay. Um, I could. Um, it was just... Actually, I do have it. So I, I was a little bummed because... I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be the, the interior artist, but the... Uh, the cover artist was Declan Shalvey.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: and of course I'm like, okay, I know he's not gonna be doing the interiors, but still it was, it's a really nice cover. Um, Anthony Del Cole is the writer Mm -hmm. and, um, Janoy Lindsay is the artist. I got nothing there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what these, what, what these people have done before. Um, actually, you know, so I'm reading the first couple of pages. I'm like, this is pretty good. But the, the art just varies wildly. Okay. It, there are some pages where it looks pretty tight, and then there are some pages where it's just uh, like, did you just like sketch this out on your iPad <laughs> and then like slap some colors in? it? Yeah. Um, there's uh, specifically there's one I don't know what what part of the story it is, but there's a uh, like supposed to be a, a limousine parked on this on this on the curb, mm-hmm. and it basically looks like. Like, if you've ever taken something made of silly putty or clay and just stretched it. Oh, no. Like, like that's what it looks like. Just the
0: transform <laughs> tool in Photoshop. It's like they just, <laughs> they just
1: took a car and just, like, stretched it. I mean, Uh-oh. but I don't think they did it. They didn't manipulate a drawing yeah. to look like that. It was just the way it was drawn. It just looked mm-hmm. like, like, do you not know how to draw a limousine? Just go to Google Image yeah. Search, man. Yes. Yeah. You know? Um, and just. Um, yeah, I was just disappo- just overall disappointed in this book, and I was I really had high hopes because the Jessica Jones book was mm-hmm. just like a very high level of writing and art, and then the Luke Cage book was just yeah just kind of crap the bed.
0: Yeah, I know they're they're supposed to collect those in trades at some point too. That is correct. Which is probably when I'm going to jump on that Jessica Jones just because I'm still not can't do digital not, yet. Yeah, not not in not, the, not on
1: the digital train not yet.
0: I just, I need to have too much clutter in my house. <laughs> I'm sure I'll swap over eventually.
1: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, even though I I feel like, you know, having moved from an apartment to a house, like, oh, you should have so more, much more room. Yeah. It doesn't work like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like everything is just, is like, is, it, it, it's all like, I don't know. It's like you, you move and your stuff just kind of expands to fit. Yeah. Your house. Yeah. You know? Um, so, Plus yeah. Plus, you want
0: breathing room, like, in your apartment. It's, like, all cluttered, cl- cl- you put as much as you can in there, and you're yeah. like, no, I like the space.
1: Yeah. So, I'm, I'm uh, aside from, like, collecting the occasional, like, key issue or some random issue I'll find at, like, a garage sale or something, like, mm-hmm. I'm totally digital now.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: It's a big change. Yeah, it <laughs> is a big change. I, I literally, I have... Um, I have one short box mm-hmm. full of comics. Wow, that's it. That's amazing. That's all I've got, I know. But 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 keep in mind, it took me probably thirty years to get to this point. Yeah, yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's uh, and and you know, to to each their own. Everyone, you know, just I don't think there's a right or wrong way to mm-hmm. to do it. This is just the way that right now is working. Yeah. For me.
0: Yeah, my my downfall was uh, Nick Marino. Giving away all those oh, comics, I that's took them right. all. I
1: was, I was so naive. That damn Nick Marina. <laughs> I have <laughs> them
0: all now, and I'm like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I have to find some young innocent soul and just like
1: take <laughs> all these free comics. It's, it's like, it, it, it's like the videotape from The Ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take these comics, and then in seven days you'll have ten thousand yeah. more. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, then we got all those free comics from my friend. After her friend, like, had a breakup, we got a ton of Hellboy comics and all this, like, Mike Manola stuff oh, wow. that someone threw in the trash. No. Yeah, bad breakup. And bad breakup. And my friend was like, oh, no, I know someone who might want these. Can I please have them?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> so we have some poor guys or, or women's
1: uh, yeah. stuff. Oh, man. That's rough. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. It's, not, it's like, not the trade paperbacks. Right? <laughs> Um, well, do you guys have uh, have anything else to have to talk about, or? Um,
0: not. Part- I mean, nothing I major. Know. Yeah, no, nah, okay. we're cool.
1: Cool. All right. Well, then we can um, we can start to wrap it up. I guess it's, it's been about an hour, so we can uh, we can close this one up. Um, so this has been Comic Book Pit. I've got to remember the number.
0: <laughs> You're real close to 300, right?
1: Yeah, we're getting. Yeah, we're going to be close. Um, we might actually, if, if the timing's right, we might hit issue three hundred issue. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's, it's thematic. Yeah, it's, it is. It is uh, episode. We might hit episode three hundred um, in our in, in the month that is our ten uh, year anniversary. Oh, that's awesome! So
2: that'd be great.
1: Yeah. So we'll see how the how the timing works out. So um, yeah, this is so yeah this is episode two eighty seven. So we're not too not too far of uh 287 of Comic Book Pit. And uh as always I'm Dan and on the couch we have uh Caitlin and Link. Thanks for being here again guys. We appreciate yep. it. Thanks for having yes. us. Yeah anytime. And uh in fact we'll have you back in uh the next episode. That sounds perfect. <laughs> Alright, well thanks for listening and we will see you next time.